0: Today on Red Dead Radio, you're stuck with me. Hey friends, Red Dead Radio is produced in partnership with U.S. Gamer. That's right, U.S. Gamer, who produced fantastic articles, materials, at all, etc. about video games in general and Red Dead Redemption in Particular, go to usgamer.net or follow them on all ye old social feeds at USGamerNet. You can find this, that, and the other about the world of games, some of the best written material in all the industry. They're partners with us. We're proud to work with them. We're happy to be a part of what they do. And in particular, check out their wonderful guides because they have some pretty fantastic guides on how to find all kinds of hidden stuff in Red Dead. Trying to figure out how to find the last of those dream catchers. Just want to figure out where that next secret creepy cabin is. usgamer.net guides, that's the place to go. Thanks a lot. Hi, friends. Welcome to Red Dead Radio, the Red Dead Redemption podcast. I'm your host, Jared Petty. Normally, we'd go straight to the wild, wild guests, but today, for this special short episode, it's just me. Why? Well, today, we're talking about, hey, guess what? Red Dead Redemption Online Beta is out right now today, and I wanted to make sure that I, I gave these very first early impressions, because I know you're excited about it. came right after Thanksgiving, dropped into our laps. It's only available at this point to folks who have the Ultimate Edition, but it's rolling out to larger and larger crowds this week. This impression is very early, it's just based on my first couple of hours with it, and I wanted to give you my thoughts. Uh Hey, guess what? Big surprise here? I like it. Yeah, no big surprise there at all. Uh, we, we, Rockstar has a, a pretty good idea how to run a large online game after several years with GTA 5, and they've launched Red Dead with modest but interesting and, and very engaging parameters built around it. So, Quickly, just a short breakdown. First off, uh, it, it starts with a sort of single-player, multiplayer campaign hybrid. There's a story to the online mode. Uh, it, you're brought into uh, a situation where you're helping someone out with something and gradually that unfolds into all the things that we expected, getting the horse, naming the horse and the horses, the stable, the camp life, all the stuff that we kind of speculated was going to be there based on what was in the single player mode and what had been revealed beforehand. It's there and it's, it's wrapped up in a sort of, hey, somebody needs your help. I'm not going to spoil the story. Don't worry. But somebody needs your help with something. You're going to move in. You've got to benefit actor uh let's jump into a few of the details here first off the character creator i like it um it's set in a jailhouse uh you're being walked in and in uh uh, and i believe leg irons i think they're at the beginning and you're kind of a shadowy figure uh, you've got a lot of rock star options for for creating your character face and a lot of fine-tuning options which i really appreciate very much like the gta 5 character creator uh, a lot of the options you end up going through are, are pretty rough and realistic and that's what they go for uh, i i think that's that's kind of been a characteristic of their online character creator so it, it's it's Easy to create people who look like they've been through a lot, which is what I leaned into. I always, uh, when given the option, lean toward playing female characters. So uh, I created a woman and, and was really impressed by the ability to kind of tweak this, that, and the other without having to spend an hour in the character creator. I got someone who looked like I wanted them too. Uh, so if you uh, are riding across the plains and you encounter Annie Oakley, that could be me. Uh, Then straight into the story, within minutes, you're on a horse, you're armed, you're fighting bandits, you're learning the basics, and then you lean into the meat of the game, which is ultimately, uh, no surprise here, an experience and resource loop. There are two kinds of uh, financial resources, cash and gold. Uh, Cash is used to acquire items, weapons, upgrades. Gold is used to jump ahead of the the gates, the, the level gates that they put on things. It lets you jump ahead and grab things you couldn't otherwise normally acquire, things that you couldn't afford. Gold is uh, acquired sort of like experience, so it acts as a second currency. And I expect that that's going to be one of the places that they eventually lean in on the financial side of things is is stuff for gold purchases. Uh, Options for clothing at the very beginning are limited but adequate and uh, certainly enough that you can feel distinctive and don't look just like everybody else. Uh, I started out in Great Plains. Uh, I have heard from talking with other people who are playing right now that that is not necessarily the default. And after going through about the first hour or so, the world really opens up and you've got a lot of options. It's very much the Disneyland approach to online game design that they went for in GTA V. And what I mean by that is think of the world of Red Dead Online as a big theme park. Uh, A place where you're walking through and there's constantly something amusing to stop and see. There are street performers and the people in the costumes and all the little things you can pop into here and there and distractions and stuff you can run towards. Just always an entertainment, some spectacle to see, some activity to engage in, in free roam and a lot of other customers walking around there with you in what they call free roam mode. And then scattered everywhere activities you can leap into that create instanced moments uh mostly what i've been fooling around with in that so far is the combat uh which i've really enjoyed um it's mostly positioning-style combat. I like the fact I hadn't thought about the fact that that some of the cityscapes that were created for the game that, that seemed intricately detailed and underutilized perhaps in the story, except as atmospheric effect, are very well designed for uh, deathmatch-style gameplay. I, I probably should have observed that a little better, but you're going to pop into to a crowded uh, a city area near a train stop in some place like, let's say... Um, uh, so and suddenly like, oh, yeah, this is a perfect place for a gunfight. Of course, this is made for this, even though no gunfight occurs in the game there in particular. I like the modes I've played so far. Uh, my favorite definitely right now is, is a very simple mode that awards you more points for uh, for making. Uh, kills with more difficult-to-use weapons. So blasting somebody with a repeater is, is only worth one point. Killing them with a hatchet, on the other hand, or a knife is six or seven. And that's a fun mode because everybody's experimenting and try, there's a lot of risk-reward proposition going on. Uh, I think the servers on my end and my connection are still definitely in beta stage i have had some issues with lag in uh, lag characters in this kind of ghost a little bit they have a good effect for it to let you know what's going on but it's still a beta and uh, they've been very open and upfront about that so uh, i i've seen some of that and they're working out the kinks i'm sure on connection there but it's nothing like uh the the, the debacle at the beginning of gta 5. i, I find it quite playable and enjoyable Uh, there's a lot to see and do in the world. Um, How the honor system is going to work, and there is an honor system. There's, There's still a lot to explore there, but it really does seem to reward whether you're Uh, very much whether you're playing a group help kind of game or a self-help kind of game. And each of those leans you toward a different reputation. And of course, you can build posses. I know there's two kinds of camps, small camps and large camps. Right now, all I can afford is a small camp. That's a four-person posse camp. Eventually, there's going to be a seven-person posse camp. Uh, How posses work? I'm not in a posse yet. We're going to see how that works. John Ryan and I were talking about getting on a posse here together. So that's what's Going on in that end. I've enjoyed uh, the online story stuff so far. There's some interesting characters popping up. And again, it's just to kind of move it forward. High quality voice acting. Your protagonist is silent, uh, at least thus far. And I'm not particularly surprised by that. They play off the silent protagonist uh, a couple of times in jokes and inference. I enjoy that part of it quite a bit as well. Uh, I also noted there was some custom dialogue, at least around my gender. I don't know if that's going to go further toward appearance choices I made, but people I've engaged with have specifically uh, uh, changed parts of dialogue trees based on on the fact that I'm playing as a woman. That was very noticeable uh, right there. I have only had, uh, at this point binary kind of choices in in conversational situations i don't know how much more complex they get than that i suspect they take a lot of cues from the main game also treasure maps um, not a huge surprise that uh, that those are there uh, but still a, a lot of fun being able to go and find loot now whether or not that leads to more interesting other encounters i'm not sure yet there's also a really cool uh they kind of give you an idea of what's coming the playlist set up very much like dta5 is there where you can jump in and try different playlists in different parts of the world. Just leap Right in, so you're, you're presented with a sort of a about an hour and a menu of things where you can pop into the game and just be like, "Hey, I want to try this now." Okay, now I want to try this. So yes, you can wander in open world mode. There are open world missions to leap into, but there are also all kinds of events you can just hop to if you don't feel like open world riding to it. It gets you around pretty quickly. I like that it still felt like Red Dead when I was playing in open world mode, and I didn't feel stressed playing at my my usual slow pace. Uh, John Reiner and I are going to talk about this more. Uh, John is going to be on this week, I think, almost certainly, uh, and uh, we'll get a full episode response up uh, very, very soon. But he was thrilled to discover you can, in fact, drag player characters behind you uh, with a lasso from your horse, a feature he's been requesting, I think, since the very first episode of this program that he was on. Uh, yeah, and then I also I'm intrigued, and I haven't done it yet um, by the potential to interfere with other people's missions. Uh, apparently, that's something you can do screwing with folks, and I like that. I, I I really enjoy that that possibility. Whether it be as law people or our bounty hunters intercepting, kind of like Sadie uh, points out in uh, in Red Dead, that sometimes bounty hunters interfere with other bounty hunters. It seems like that carries over into the online mode as well. Again. All of this based on like a couple of hours of exposure to this game. So, so much to tell. Don't want to be irresponsible and overdo it with enthusiasm. And hey, you've probably heard me rant straight into a mic as long as you care to on this uh, uh, brief special piece here. Anyway. We will be coming back with a full episode a little later this week. We're going to dive into this much, much more deep. In the meantime, you can check out the channel where we have gameplay footage uh, for the first hour, just raw gameplay footage captured. If you want to just watch and see what it's like, uh, get a feel for it before you go in. It doesn't really spoil anything. It just gives you an idea of what you'll be able to do, and maybe just start thinking about the kind of character you want to make, how you want to approach. That's up. Uh, I'm probably going to do a stream later today, and I'd like to put that up as VOD afterward. Um, just... I'm the terrible streamer, but I'll do it anyway because it's fun. Look for a full episode later this week. Also, of course, want to thank our Patreon producers. Tom Bach, Stuart Ferguson, and Jonathan for making this show possible. Uh, this isn't really a, a full episode here, but I still do want to point out that we are uh, sponsored by Neebs Gaming, and uh, yeah, that, that will, there'll be a. We can tell you more about Neebs in the full episode, but the fact of the matter is, Neebs does really great, really funny machinima on their YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Neebs Gaming. That's N-E-E-B-S. Uh, that's Neebs Gaming. Uh, they have a series called Bad Arthur where they take the life of Arthur Morgan and proceed to mess with it in funny and silly ways. They also do the same thing for GTA 5. I can't even imagine what they're going to do with the online mode. And it's really cool because they they are it's a curated. They use the the, the cinematic capture of uh, of. Uh, Red Dead, and then on top of that, they do post production capture and voiceover, and it's a very high quality product. Anyway, really a fan of Neebs. Once again, Neebs Gaming, that series is Bad Arthur, and uh, we'll talk about them in the next episode some more as well because they do some neat stuff. Friends, thank you for watching and listening. Uh, you can always reach us at mail at reddeadradio.com. That's mail at reddeadradio.com. We are a Patreon supported. Uh, podcast uh and show and uh if you want to support that uh you can go to reddeadradio.com. that's my patreon drop us a few bucks gain access to an exclusive show am i boring you yet uh as well as some other fun things uh, yeah i have a show called am i boring you yet which uh is is uh behind that that old patreon wall also if you like the stuff i make uh you can head on over to um uh, hot blip and a jump youtube.com slash blip and a jump new episode of that coming out this week uh, and uh, that's a sort of a documentary series i do about video games and everything you love about it is connected there's a new episode up right now pockets full of soup uh, that's pockets full of soup with brian altano talking about fatherhood that is a uh, audio only podcast i do you can find that on uh, apple podcasts or on itunes pockets full of soup the show about the people that were thankful for filmed a pilot this week for contestants are you ready a new quiz show with some friends that came out really well i'm editing that together right now more about that soon but keep an eye on youtube.com slash hop lip and jump for that the channel where you're probably watching this and uh finally hey thanks to our friends at us gamer as always uh i'll see you next time